And a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, a very warm welcome to the program as the sun sets. Good to be with you at the end of the day, Wednesday. We thank the Lord for the gift of this day, and I hope you had a good day. And it was lovely to be with you as we come to the end of the day, just to say thank you to the Lord and to praise Him. Well, so many things we should be grateful for. Maybe some things we've done or said that we feel bad about. Well, let's put it all in the hands of the Lord and remember that the Lord loves us no matter what. So we turn to him and ask his help. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
where the answer's found I know love's forever I know that it's true I know love's forever waiting in hope for the blessings of the glorious coming of our Savior. Psalm 61, Peace in God. In God alone is my soul at rest. My help comes from Him. He alone is my rock, my stronghold, my fortress. I stand firm. How long will you all attack one man to break him down as though he were a tottering wall or a tumbling fence? Their plan is only to destroy. They take pleasure in lies. With their mouth they utter blessing, but in their heart they curse. In God alone be at rest, my soul. For my hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock, my stronghold, my fortress. I stand firm. In God is my safety and glory, the rock of my strength. Take refuge in God, all you people. Trust Him at all times. Pour out your hearts before Him, for God is our refuge. Common folk are only a breath, great men an illusion. Placed in the scales, they rise, they weigh less than a breath. Do not put your trust in oppression, nor vain hopes on plunder. Do not set your hearts on riches, even when they increase. For God has said only one thing. Only two do I know, that to God alone belongs power, and to you, Lord, love, and that you repay each man according to his deeds. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We are waiting in hope for the blessings of the glorious coming of our Savior. Let God bless us and let His face shed its light upon us. Psalm 66 All the peoples will give praise to the Lord. O oh God, be gracious and bless us and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness 
you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. And may God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let God bless us, and let his face shed its light upon us. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. The canticle is from Colossians chapter 1. Let us give thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 10 from verses 1 to 7. Jesus summoned his twelve apostles, his disciples, and he gave them authority over unclean spirits with power to cast them out and to cure all kinds of diseases and sickness. And these are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, the son of Zebedee, and 
his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot and Judas Iscariot, the one who is to betray him. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them as follows. Do not turn your steps to pagan territory, and do not enter any Samaritan town, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. Well, today we move into what I would like to call the second um, part of the Gospel of Matthew. The first part was the, 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 the Gospel, the first part of the Gospel, I should say, was the Sermon on the Mount. And now we move on to the Sermon on the Mission of the Church. And the first step is that Jesus calls his disciples and he gives them, he calls them by name, in fact. And it's so interesting that Matthew actually names all the apostles. And uh, there are little things about the, the names of these apostles. Many of them, about seven of them, are taken from the old patriarchs, names of the old patriarchs. There's some double ones, James and uh, Jude and so on. But uh, let's not be too wound up on all those things. The two things that I would really like to leave with you this evening is that Jesus calls his disciples. He's beginning the mission now. He's had the Sermon on the Mount. He's set out the entry into the kingdom. And now we're moving into the mission that Jesus uh, is embarking upon. And as he enters the mission, as he goes into the mission, as recorded by St. Matthew in the Gospel, he, he realizes that he can't do it all by himself. So he calls his disciples and he calls them apostles and they all called by name. So they are called by Jesus and I think this is a very important aspect of what I want to say now. He calls them to be with him, to form a community with him. It's not just that he's, he says, I, I want to start a, the, the mission now and I want you to go out on the mission. He actually calls them. And I'm always reminded of Jesus who says, remember, I chose you, you didn't choose me. And that's always a very important thing to remember, that when we go on our mission, whether we are priests or laity or whatever the case is, it's Jesus who has called us. I have chosen you, you haven't chosen me. So he summons, he calls these 12 disciples and he gives them, the first thing he does is he gives them authority. Remember how Jesus very often in his own life, uh, when he ministered to people, people said what authority he has. He didn't have the authority of the scribes and the Pharisees, an authority that he would have taken from 
other people or might have been handed on to him. Somehow the authority of Jesus comes from within himself. There is something about Jesus where he is the personification of authority, if I can put it that way. So he shares this authority that he has with these disciples. And notice what he does. He gives them authority over unclean spirits, power to cast them out, and to cure all kinds of diseases and sicknesses. So Jesus enters a wounded world and he calls his disciples to help him and together they form a community and they enter this wounded, broken world to bring life and healing, to cast out evil spirits, to cast out demons, to cleanse the world of sin and corruption and so on. That's the power that Jesus hands on to his disciples. So he gives them this power. And then Matthew names all the twelve apostles as he begins this mission, this part of the gospel. So he names the twelve apostles. And then what happens is Jesus sends them out. Notice what he does. He says, don't go to pagan territory, but and don't even go to Samaritan towns. In other words, don't go to those people who are discarded by, the Jewish, by, the, by your Jewish brothers and sisters, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and proclaim the kingdom of heaven, that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. Now it's interesting that Jesus starts with the conversion of the Jewish people go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, the people that think they are part of God's family, but in fact they're not because they, are, uh, they, they might physically be part of God's people, but somehow they're lost. Isn't it true that we have many people even in our own times who might call themselves Catholics or Christians, but they're also lost. And so Jesus wants to bring uh, all these lost sheep back to the house of Israel, back to the kingdom of heaven. Right, now let's just look at these things. Two things Jesus is doing is he's forming community with those 12 apostles. And this is the first important thing is to come together, to be formed by Jesus, to form community. Communio is such an important aspect of the life of the church. But then he goes to the other extreme and he sends them out on a mission. So we've got two what shall I call them, extremes here on the spectrum of the gospel. One is forming communion with Jesus, and he says that this is, we mustn't just rest in this and say, ah, this is the end of the road. No, once we are formed by Jesus, once we have been in communion with Jesus, we are sent out on a mission. And Jesus sends his disciples, now called apostles, he sends them out with power on a mission to bring life, to raise the dead, to bring hope to people. So there we've got the two things, communion and mission. It's like breathing in and breathing out. We can't go on a mission, we can't breathe out unless we've breathed in. So the two things so vitally important in our lives as Christians, if we're going to be faithful to Jesus, we need to breathe in and we need to breathe out. We need to be in communion with one another and with Jesus, and then we need to go out on the mission on which he sends us. That mission where we go out with power, with authority, to bring life and joy and hope to people. Two very important things for us to think about.
And it's interesting that Jesus does say, don't go to the pagan territories or into any Samaritan towns, but go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is the beginning, because from here, Jesus is going to say, eventually, we also need to reach out to the pagans. And we know that St. Paul was particularly one of those who reached out to the Gentiles, to the whole world. Go out, we will hear eventually, to the whole world, not just to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, but go out into the whole world and proclaim the good news. But let's just leave it today. I don't want to confuse you or myself. <laughs> let's just remember that Jesus called those disciples, called them apostles, formed communion with them, a community with them, and then he sends them out on a mission to go and teach and proclaim the good news and to welcome people into the kingdom. And maybe we should say to ourselves today as well that that wasn't only the mission of the disciples so many years ago, those apostles, but it's also our mission today. We too should form communion with one another in our parishes, in our Christian community, in our Catholic community, and feel proud of having been chosen by Jesus. Yes, rightly proud that Jesus has thought us, despite our brokenness and our weaknesses and our sinfulness and so on, he's called us and he sends you and me out on a mission to bring joy and hope to people. Let's never, never underestimate the importance of that mission. May the Lord help us really to come to appreciate communion, community, and the mission on which we are sent. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us in the shadow of your wings. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Show the, the power of your arm, Lord. Put down the proud, and exalt the lowly. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away, empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Now show the power of your arm, Lord, and put down the proud and exalt the lowly. At the end of the day, we give thanks to God the Father, who reconciled the whole universe to himself in Christ. Glory to you, Lord God. 
We thank you for the beauty of creation and may the work of mankind not disfigure it, but enhance it to your greater glory. We thank you, Father, for all the good things we enjoy. Teach us to be grateful and to use them well and wisely. Teach us to seek the things that please you, and then we shall find you in all that we do. And Lord, as we journey towards the promised land, feed us with bread from heaven, quench our thirst with living water. To you, a thousand years are like a single day. Take up those who have died with hope in you and waken them into eternity. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And now on the feast of Saint Maria Goretti let us pray. Lord God you alone can give the grace of innocence and you love those who are chaste. By your grace Saint Maria Goretti though as yet but a young girl was able to offer herself in death for your sake. As you crowned her virginity with martyrdom, grant us at her intercession constancy in your love. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
lovely ambiance music, When I Look Into Your Holiness. Beautiful song to end our evening prayer. Thank you very, very much for joining me, Father Emil. I wish you a wonderful, restful evening. I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. So from me, good night and God bless.